Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I'm your host, Adriana, and I'm so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. And today, I want to talk about forgiveness, specifically self-forgiveness. I feel like sometimes we are extra hard on ourselves, and we forget that we are also people that are deserving of compassion and forgiveness and lots and lots and lots and lots of love. Uh, the other day, I went to the bookstore and I was just walking around. I love to read, so I was just walking around the bookstore because it's the bookstore. Um, and I have had this book, The Four Agreements, in my Amazon cart for a while and it's just been kind of sitting there and I've been saying like I'm gonna get this book I'm gonna get this specific book right and I just I just I just didn't buy it honestly I've just put it in my cart looking at it being like I'm gonna buy it I'm gonna buy it and then I just did it um and then I went into the bookstore and I was walking around and I started walking out because I didn't really see anything that I wanted to buy in that moment. So I was walking out. And there's like this voice in my head that said, turn around. I was like, okay. So I turn around and I go back in the bookstore. And I I walked out on the opposite side of the store that I walked in. So when I walked back in, I was on the side of, um, it was like self-help. Um... Yeah, we'll call it self-help books. And down near the bottom of the of the shelves, I saw this little book in between two bigger books. And I was like, hmm. So I pulled it out and it was the book that I've had in my Amazon cart, The Four Agreements. So I was like, this is definitely a sign. I'm going to buy it. And um, it's not like I didn't buy it because there were like bad reviews about it or I was unsure that I would like it. It was just... One of those things where I feel like maybe spirit was telling me, not yet. Like, you don't need this knowledge yet. When the time comes, we will we will send it right to your door. Like, right into your hands. And that's exactly what happened. So I began reading it. And in the introduction, the author talks about how injustice, we live in an unjust system and injustice is when you pay for a mistake multiple times and you keep paying for said mistake so justice would be when you make a mistake and then you do your time for the crime quote-unquote and then you get to move on you get to create a new chapter you get to move along um, on your new journey and it's true we do live in an unjust system and I feel like we really reflect that onto ourselves because we'll make a mistake and then we will make ourselves we will we will create a prison where we allow ourselves to continuously pay 
for a mistake that has been paid for and that is literally suffering. Because let's say that you hurt someone and you apologize to that person and you do all that you can to try to make amends for that pain that you've caused that doesn't mean that the person isn't still in pain that doesn't mean that you didn't still hurt them but you've made your your amends you have done all that you can do all that is in your power to be able to mend that situation now two weeks down the road you think about it and now all of a sudden you're down on yourself again you're like i'm a horrible person i should have never done that that person hates me blah 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 and then you forget about it and then two months down the road two years down the road 10 years down the road you remember and again you're back in that cycle of oh my god i'm such a shitty person i can't believe i did that and we continue to go through these cycles Sometimes for our whole lives, over one thing. And we don't allow ourselves to be free from that. It's like we're punishing ourselves over and over and over and over again. And in that first instance when it happened and you forgave that person, or that person forgave you, I mean, um, and you move on. Or maybe the person doesn't even forgive you. But the important thing is that you forgive yourself. It's very important for you to understand especially when you're looking at things from a distance after some time has passed and this thing comes up again you can say to yourself yes I did do that um I did this thing to this person and I know that it hurt them but I have learned I have learned from my mistakes and I have grown and now that I know better, I do better. Now that I know that this thing hurts people or now that I know that this situation triggers me or now that I know that these things may influence me to do this, I no longer do that thing. Now I am making a conscious effort from that lesson to be able to never hurt somebody like that again, to never do that thing again. I am working to never put myself or that person or any other person in that place again because you don't like being in that place. Once you continue to pay for or tell yourself that you need to continue to pay for um, a mishap, let's call it, a mistake over and over again. That is suffering. You're literally putting yourself back in the situation. And it's not only like, oh, you're thinking about it. Sometimes when we put ourselves back in those situations and we we don't take the time to say, okay, self, I forgive you. I forgive myself for not knowing what I know now. I forgive myself for doing that thing. We enact this cycle and we basically trap ourselves. And not only do we trap ourselves in a cycle of suffering, we begin to create more self-limiting beliefs. So you may have hurt this person and now 
because you keep paying for this over and over and over again, now you're like, I'm a shitty person. I hurt people. I say mean things. I do this. I do that. And then that becomes a part of you. Once that becomes a part of you, you are going to continue to hurt people. You are going to continue to be a shitty person because you are not allowing yourself to be better. You are trapping yourself literally in a box of your own creation. You will continue to stay there because a lot of the times when we are working through issues like these, we do not speak up about it. We internalize it. And we begin to tell ourselves, oh yeah, you deserve this. Because you did this five years ago, you deserve to suffer for the rest of your life. That is not the life that I want to live. That's not the life that I want you to live. I want us to be able to look at ourselves and say, I am a human being and I make mistakes and... My mistakes do not determine who I can become. My mistakes do not limit me. There are so many people that are, um, let's say, in the public eye that have done shitty things. And they may have forgiven themselves for that thing. And that was the only way that they could be able to say, okay, I am worthy of where I am today. Because I am not a shitty person. I am worthy of a good life. And I know that self-forgiveness is not easy. Forgiveness, period, is always easier said than done. But it is such an important thing for us to practice. Um, because when you speak to yourself in these negative ways and you keep saying, oh, well, I deserve it, so this is happening, that becomes your internal monologue. Before you know it, anytime something bad happens to you or anytime you do something quote-unquote bad, you are going to say, oh, yeah, that's the kind of person that I am. You literally start to justify, without even realizing it, you start to justify the shitty things that you do because, oh, I'm a shitty person, so shitty things happen to me. But we're moving away from that mindset. You are worthy of a new chapter. You are worthy of change. You are worthy. You can wake up tomorrow morning and you may have been... um, I'm trying to think of a good example for this. Like, You may say, oh, well, I am someone, let's say someone who shoplifts and you are like well I will always be a shoplifter no matter what I go in I'm a kleptomaniac I go in and I have to steal but you may sit yourself down one day and say I no longer want to steal I no longer want to be dishonest and then you begin to hold yourself accountable you begin to say I am not this thing. We begin to say, I am blank. And I am is one of the most powerful words. One of the most powerful words. They are one of the most 
powerful words. They are probably, it's probably one of the most powerful phrases that you can say because I am means that you are putting that into your identity. You're claiming that thing. So now you are becoming that thing, whether or not you know. You say, I am a thief. And that is you speaking an affirmation. That is you enforcing the fact that you are a thief. You are going to continue to do things that thieves do because you say that you are that thing. That becomes a part of your identity. So we can change the way that we look at things. You can say, I have done X. I have stolen in the past. But now you can say, I am an honest person. I am a person that pays for things. I'm a person that does not fear um, a security, um, the security thing at the door, the beep, beep, beep. You know what I'm talking about. I don't fear that going off because I know that I've paid for my things. Saying things like that in the moment or even just daily whenever you need it allows you to be able to break those self-limiting beliefs you are replacing i am a thief with i am an honest person you're replacing those beliefs so now you're going to continue to walk in those things because when we say i am blank regardless of if we're doing it consciously or subconsciously we're going to fulfill those beliefs like for me i will used to say I am a Christian and I was fulfilling those beliefs by at the time I didn't necessarily have a choice in it because I was being forced to go to church and because I grew up in the church I that was a belief that I held for most of my life probably from as soon as I can remember I used to go to church on Sunday Sundays was church day I um that was just what was what was um what my environment provided me with and then it became oh I am a Christian so I must So it's like, oh, I'm a Christian, so I must go to church camp. I must go to youth group. I must volunteer here. I must sing in the choir. I must do this. I must do that. And then you begin to do things that you may not really actually want to do. You are just doing them because you think that you must do it because you are affirming this I am statement that you've created. So for me, I feel like I I was spending probably like four days of my week in the church building and right now I think about it I don't think that that was necessarily what I wanted to be doing for the majority of my week but it was something that I thought because I am a Christian so I must do blah 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 and when we affirm these things we like I said we get trapped in like a prison of our own creation we become trapped because we believe that we must when we create this identity or we are 
affirmed in an identity. We continue to constantly affirm it because we don't want to. Humans love to identify with things. That's why categorization is so important. That's why we people love to say um, like, oh, I am blah, blah, blah. Like they'll say, oh, I am. Um, let's take um, I remember back in the Tumblr days, um, there are a lot of people when it came to the LGBTQ community, there are a lot of people that had long, um, long identities, sometimes even identities that um, contradicted them. They really wanted to say, I am this thing because they wanted to be seen as this person of dynamic existence, I guess you could say, or they wanted to be different or whatever the case may be. But with that expression saying, I am blank, that meant something to them. That stating that identity meant for them, like underneath, Maybe we have a little bullet point in their brain, of course, that says, okay, I am blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll just, just saying blah, blah, blah is not going to help you. So I will just use my specific Christian example. So for me to say, I am a Christian underneath in my brain, in my little identity center, um, I can say, okay, I am a Christian. What does that mean to me? That means that I belong to a community. That means that I have a faith. That belief that means that I have somewhere to go on a Sunday. That means that I have other people around me that may be my age that understand what I'm going through. Whatever the case may be, you have this identity, and with that identity comes things that you need from that identity. That's why we hold it so closely because with it comes the things that we quote unquote need um but i digress i feel like when we are learning about ourselves we have to be detached from our identities and we have to understand that all we are the only statement the only sentence that you should really be resonating with is i am human and that can look like a lot of different things to you like for me i used to say i like i said i'm religious i'm christian now i don't consider myself religious or christian but in that i am saying that i open myself up to all of the possibilities of existence. I am simply a being. And when I learn about my existence, I'm not limiting my ability to learn because, oh, that doesn't resonate with Christianity. So it can't be true. I'm going to block it out. It's more about, okay, I this thing exists and I'm open to receiving it because I'm not bound by my own prison like saying i am a bad person you there is this theory in psychology it is called the broaden and build theory 
and basically it states that when we focus on positive emotions then more positive things follow so when you focus on um, something good happening in your life you are more open to seeing more good things so when you focus on the negative you are less open to anything good even happening you are less open to other experiences so for example I let's say that I am taking the bus somewhere and I miss the bus and I'm like damn I missed the bus today is a shitty day everything is shitty life is horrible and then you get another bus and now you're late you're like oh fuck now I'm late this day is so bad and then you go into class and class is full because you're late and now you have to sit right at the front of the class and you feel like everyone's staring at you like oh I hate this day and then maybe the prof called on you and you didn't have the answer you're like oh i'm so stupid and then it continues to spiral but in that same scenario if you miss the bus you're like okay cool i missed the bus the bus is the bus the bus system's kind of uh so it's all good maybe you walk to another bus stop and catch a next bus and then now you're like okay i caught a next bu- the, the i caught another bus cool now i can see other scenery that i don't normally see on my trip to to school and then okay you get into class late all right there's only a seat in the front that's cool i don't have to walk all the way to the back of the class or okay i'm sitting at the front of the class this may force me to actually pay attention because i'm right in the teacher's eye the the prof called on me and i didn't have an answer okay that's fine i'm sure that out of the 200 people in this class not everybody knew the answer to that question either so once we try to find the positive things in our day in simple situations once you choose to see the positive it allows you to be open to more positive experiences and i really really love that theory because once you put it into perspective and you put it into practice you realize that it is so true it is so so true when you say oh once you pull on something negative it's kind of like pulling on a pulling on a loose string and when you pull on the loose string everything unravels everything that you have worked to do it doesn't matter how good the day is everything unravels and now you're back to square one but looking at the good is sort of like you're slowly mending the holes in something you're slowly patching things up and then as you patch things up you begin to say oh wow this is beautiful oh wow this is a lovely day this is a wonderful day regardless of all of the things that might have happened to me today and of course this is going to take practice because i feel like sometimes we have very negative self-talk so it's going to take some practice for us to really do this and to really focus on the
good and maybe you can start with something simple the most simple thing that you can think of in your day start let's say um let's say that you put on an outfit and the outfit doesn't look good and you're like shit no i have to look for another outfit i'm gonna be late you can say well this next outfit is probably gonna be bomb as hell so like you put it on and now you're feeling good because you know you're like yeah i look so good if i put on the first outfit it would not have hit as hard like now i'm feeling myself when you're feeling yourself are you feeling good about your day it just feels like everything is going your way but that's a little bit off topic let's get back on to self-forgiveness i remember probably earlier this year no this was last year Earlier last year, I found myself in a place of real anger. And I still feel that anger sometimes because I was in a situation where I allowed somebody else to do some really shitty things to me. And I sat there and I allowed it to happen, and I realized that I was doing that to myself as well. They were neglecting me, I was neglecting myself. They were, um, they abandoned me, I was abandoning myself. I had to recognize that I was allowing them to do these things because I wasn't holding up a standard for myself i wasn't telling myself babe you deserve better and i'm telling you right now babe you deserve better and i grew so angry with myself for allowing that to happen and i had to recognize that that anger is not gonna get me anywhere when yes i felt it in the moment and please honor your emotions and feel your emotions but i had to recognize like the anger isn't getting me anywhere and i can't keep calling upon anger all the time i have to there comes a point where as i felt that anger i do not need to continue to feel that anger to get over the situation i need to get myself to a centered place i need to get myself to a place where i say okay, yes, I may be angry at myself for allowing this to happen and I may be angry at that person, but anger isn't going to allow me to heal. I have to take some time and tell myself, hey, babe, you weren't in the best state of mind when this happened. You were mentally unwell and things kind of, spiraled out of control because you were not in control so now that we're in control um we can work through this for me it started with a lot of journaling and a lot a lot of crying um i have pages and pages and pages upon pages of journal entries saying 
I forgive blah, blah, blah for doing blah, blah, blah to me. I forgive myself for allowing this to happen. I release all ill will I may hold towards myself or this person and just continue writing it over and over and over again because those are also affirmations. That is me recreating my self schema. That is me shifting the identity that I have placed upon myself instead of saying, oh yeah, I am supposed to be neglected or I'm supposed to be abandoned. It's, I did that at that time and I did the best with what I had and they did the best with what they had. Yes, I allowed that, but I'm I'm not going to allow that to happen to me again. That was a lesson that I had to learn and now that I'm learning it, then I am giving myself the space to be better. And then I know for a lot of people, and for me in that moment too, when that was happening, I was sort of like somehow trying to blame the universe, being like, well, you let this happen, blah, 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 blah. And that can come up to definitely people blaming a higher power because of something that has happened to them. When I have even shifted the way that I think about that, I, even though it may be painful and even though I may have to heal from it, I recognize that that is a lesson that I had to learn. And if I had not gone through the the dirt, if I had not crawled through the mud and had to pick myself up and wash myself off, I would not understand what it feels like to be in the mud. I would not be so strong. The lesson that I am learning and what I have pulled from that lesson, it would not be as strong. I would not be able to change if it was just something that I was told. I had to experience it in order to be able to shift the way that I view things and how I view my life in view situations so all of that to say that you are worthy of forgiveness not only are you worthy of forgiveness but you are worthy of a better life you are in charge of your life and because you're in charge of your life it is your job to be your best friend it is your job you do not want to be best friends with someone that's always bitter and has terrible uh doubtful self-talk or says shitty things about you um you want to be best friends with someone who loves you and cares about you and has your best interest at heart and is always looking out for you and you have to be that person for yourself you have to be the person that you can run to you should be your biggest support always because if you don't support yourself you will not have the you will not muster up the strength to be able to really because because we forget we forget that everything starts from right on the inside everything starts right in our hearts and we need to be able to support and love ourselves in a way that we show up in the world that other people 
are here to love and support us too because they see how you love and support yourself and they want to get in on it telling you Rodney and Bill like the good attracts the good in every single aspect of your life and you deserve a good life so yeah that's all I have to say today thank you guys so much for listening I love you so 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 much and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode bye